Okay, so we're on Khaftada Ramad Bet, uh, 24b, uh, and we just uh, got onto the Gomorrah after the Mishnah. Uh, the Mishnah had said you're not allowed to uh, light with uh, oil that is meant to be burnt on Yom Tov, uh, and the reason for that, said the Gomorrah, uh, was uh, you're not allowed to burn Kochim on Yom Tov. Uh, and we had given, we'd, with the Gomorrah uh, questioned that and said, why wouldn't you be allowed to burn Kochim on Yom Tov? And we've given two answers so far. Chizkiah uh, said uh, that, uh, that he quoted a pasuk, "Velo totiru mimenu ad boker and vahanotar mimenu ad boker tisareif." Right, uh, the the pasuk uh, there was an extra word there, ad uh, boker, and he said it comes to include another morning. So it's not just that morning uh, that uh, the day after you had to you had to push it off another day. Uh, gives it another morning, i.e. until the first day of Cholomoyed, and because you can't burn on Yom Tov. That was Kizkiah's view. Abaya had given another view. Uh, it says he had quoted another verse, Olat Shabbat B'Shabbato, what we read on uh, on um, on uh, on you know, as part of the Rosh Chodesh reading, also on Shabbat. Uh, it's, it's the Pesukim dealing with Shabbat. Every Shabbat on its Shabbat, and one of the droshes out of that Pasuk uh, was not a, uh, a weekday uh, um, um, uh, offering on Yom Tov. Uh, itself, I you can't burn uh, kochim even though uh, you know on on Yom Tov itself uh, it is not therefore defined as the need of Yom Tov. Uh, a third answer, uh, getting on to where we are today, Rav Amar Amakra, uh, he says who levador yaselachim pasuk talking about uh, in in uh, Pashat Bo uh, we said you can't do any work uh, except on Yom Tov except uh, for what uh, you can eat who levador yaselachim that's what it says only. Uh, that must be done for you. Uh, it can be done, which really teaches us uh, about uh, the things we are allowed to do on Yom Tov for the sake of Yom Tov. Who? Lolo uh, It says you can do it for you, uh, and but not for preparations. For example, uh, for, you know, we had uh, sharpening a knife. You're not allowed to sharpen a knife uh, on, uh, on Erev um, uh, Pesach, uh, you know, not allowed to sharpen a knife on Yom Tov, uh, if you could have done uh, something uh, beforehand uh, that it wouldn't have uh, you know, decreased the enjoyment of Yom Tov. Uh, for example, cooking, if you cook the day before Yom Tov, uh, that is no good. Your food, do, your food does not taste as uh, as, as tasty uh, as it would do if it was cooked on Yom Tov itself. So you are allowed to cook on Erev Yom Tov. Uh, sorry, you are allowed to cook on Yom Tov and you don't have to cook Erev Yom Tov. Uh, and uh, we see that that is uh, allowed uh, over there. However, uh, in terms of uh, the, the, the concept of uh, something that could have been done before Yom Tov, uh, and you don't, you, you're not allowed to do it on Yom Tov. For example, sharpening a knife uh, is something that you could easily do before Yom Tov, and that's why you're not supposed to do it on Yom Tov. You're not allowed to do it on Yom Tov. That's the first thing. Velo uh, Machshir, that is defined as a as a Machshir, a preparation for something uh, which you could have done erev Yom Tov. Okay, uh, the next thing, Levador, uh, the next part of that Pasuk, uh, Levador, only you, Velo Mili, Shalom Bismana, Velo Mila, sorry, uh, and not Brit Mila, Shalom Bismana, a bris that is not done uh, on its day uh, if, if you're not allowed to do that on Yom Tov. Uh, in, what are we talking about here? If a baby is born, let's say on Shabbat, 
then you are allowed, uh, we're going to deal with this a lot uh, in, uh, in Rabbi Eliezer de Miller, it's called, it's I think the 19th chapter, uh, and uh, you, you are allowed to do a Brit Milah, uh, we learn out uh, why a bris uh, pushes aside Shabbat, and, you know, even though it involves uh, cutting, drawing blood, and all things that, that we wouldn't uh, normally be allowed to do on Shabbat, we are allowed to do on Shabbat, however, that has got the caveat of the baby uh, having its eighth day uh, on Shabbat. Uh, that is the time of the bris, and therefore the bris uh, on its, at its right time uh, pushes aside uh, Shabbat. Uh, the, the, what happens, however, uh, for example, if a baby is born uh, in an intermediate time period, uh, it, let's say Friday evening after Shkia, uh, the question is what uh, you know around about Shkia you're not sure when the baby was born uh, you know, or, you know and, and, and you're not sure maybe it was born on a Friday in which case the Brit would be Friday however it could be uh, Shabbat uh, that the baby was born in which case the Brit would be Shabbat then you're not allowed to uh, uh, do it uh, because of the fact that uh, it, it could be uh, that the bris is really meant to be on Friday and now the bris has been delayed. You're not allowed to do a delayed uh, bris on Shabbat. Uh, it has to be 100% clear that it is uh, that day. Uh, the same kind of thing if the baby was born uh, you know, in sunset on, on, on Motse, uh, Shabbat, close to sunset uh, go on Saturday night, uh, leading into Saturday night. The question is, uh, the, you know, you wouldn't be allowed to do the Brit then on Shabbat either because it could be too early uh, the baby if the baby was born on Shabbat then it's its right time uh, if not then not but what we're talking about here is uh, uh, it's it's you know it has to be the eighth day a similar kind of thing uh, would uh, would apply to Yom Tov uh, and uh, you know we just talked about Shabbat yeah uh, but the same thing uh, would be uh, on Yom Tov so uh, this uh, the, the idea is that uh, once you're pushing it off for a Brit Milah a Brit Milah in its right time would push aside Shabbat uh, a Brit Milah in its right time would push aside Yom Tov however uh, if it's doubtful uh, then we don't take any chances so this same idea uh, in terms of uh, burning things that are holy uh, it's you know if there, there's no obligation to do it on that day well then it gets pushed off the same way a brit milah gets pushed off as well all right so that explains that uh, Rav Ashi Amar Rav Ashi gives a fourth answer uh, Shabbat Zon uh, it says in terms of uh, Shabbat Zon there's a discussion whether it's Shabbat or Shabbat Zon uh, Shabbat Zon Asai uh, the, the, there is a mitzvah uh, to rest on uh, on a yom tov. Uh, okay, uh, So what we have here, it says, it's a positive commandment to rest on a, uh, a yom tov, uh, and and also uh, it's a, you have a negative commandment of not allowing, being allowed to do any work. Uh, you're not allowed to do any melechet on yom tov, so you're not allowed to do any mundane work uh, which is uh, you know th- this uh, work that uh, is not essential as we said like for example cooking you'd be allowed to do on Yom Tov but other things that are not related uh, you're not allowed to uh, do work on Yom Tov so we see that uh, uh, what you have to do is number one a positive commandment to rest number two a negative commandment uh, not to work you specifically said you're not allowed to do any uh, non-essential work uh, non-cooking work any work like you know as we saw 
It has to be lachem, specific instances that you are allowed to uh, do work on Yom Tov for specifically for that Yom Tov. Okay, so uh, that that says uh, you've got a, a negative commandment for Yom Tov, a positive commandment for Yom Tov, and uh, and then the, the principle is vain asay, uh, the asay of burning kochim, uh, uh, you know, or something that is tame uh, uh, on Yom Tov because uh, you're not allowed to eat it. These kochim uh, says doche vain asay. If it's just a positive commandment, it can't override and doche. It can't push aside lot asay vasay. A negative commandment not to work on on Yom Tov and a positive commandment to rest on Yom Tov. It's like a double uh, thing, positive and a negative. And if this is just a positive commandment to burn the consecrated thing uh, or the uh, the tame uh, thing, the you know, in 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 terms of if it's holy, uh, that is a positive commandment to burn it. Um, but it does not override a positive uh, and a negative commandment combined. Okay, uh, that is the fourth answer over there. All right, uh, the question is beyond of Huda Asri Asir. Uh, so we've we've concluded uh, with with any of these four answers, uh, which is uh, you, that you are definitely not allowed. To burn uh, kochim on yontiv, uh, that, that you know are uh, uh, you know not kochim but uh, kochim that are tame uh, tame kochim uh, that can't be eaten on yontiv. Uh, the question is uh, the high shapidami. Uh, the, the, the implication is only on yontiv you wouldn't be allowed to burn these things that uh, that need to be burned. Uh, the question is uh, the impl- sorry the implication is is that on a weekday you would be fully entitled. Uh, to do it, uh, and in my time, the Gemara is asking why, uh, because after all, uh, maybe it is holy. Yes, it's tame, uh, but it is, is after all, it is still holy. The holiness doesn't just disappear, and maybe in the same way uh, that you wouldn't be allowed to get any benefit from something that is holy, uh, essentially holy. Uh, for example, a korban, uh, you wouldn't be allowed to to get any benefit from that. If you do get benefit from a korban, uh, that is defined as meila. Uh, and uh, you're not, you know, and uh, something that is uh, forbidden. So, so too, maybe something uh, just because it's uh, tame doesn't mean that it's uh, uh, it's holy. Maybe its holiness does not disappear. So that's a Gemara's question. Uh, why indeed would you be allowed to get benefit uh, from the burning of this truma? Amarav, uh, uh, he answers. He says, "Kushem uh, the same way he says there's a mitzvah uh, to burn uh, sacrifices that become tameh so too there's a mitzvah uh, to burn truma that uh, becomes tameh and the Torah says and in the same way uh, that you you know that you're burning it you can get benefits from it at the time of burning the Gemara says, Where did the Torah say such a thing? Uh, as uh, we learned it out from something that Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman, uh, in the name of Rabba Bavua, Amakra, the Pasuk, he learns it out from the following Pasuk, Vani, Hinani, Natati, Lecha, et Mishmeret, Trumati. The Pasuk in, in uh, Korach says, I've given you, uh, I've put you, uh, given you the, uh, uh, the guardings of my, uh, I've given you the guarding of my Truma. 
trumas, actually trumotai, and trumotai is plural. We are talking about two types of truma. One is tahor truma, pure truma, and one is tamay truma. And I've given them both to you, says Hashem. You can guard uh, both of them, you're in, char- you're in charge of them. Uh, and uh, and therefore you'd be entitled to do what you want. It, it belongs to you, and therefore you can do anything uh, with with it. What you what you anything you want uh, with it. You have to burn it, but you can get benefits uh, from uh, you know burning it. I.e., for example, using it as fuel uh, and and putting it burning and you know so that you can cook uh, with it as well. All right, that is uh, that. That's the one answer. Vibai uh, Taima. Another answer would be Dravabai. Is Dravabai says I'm Dravabai. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. In the name of Rabbi Yochanan, uh, he says Velo Biati Mimenu Betamei. Uh, talking here about Maase Shani. Uh, what are you meant to do with Maase Shani? Uh, you have to bring it up to Jerusalem and eat it in Jerusalem. Uh, and, uh, as, as we saw uh, earlier, we had this a few days ago, uh, in the first, second, fourth and fifth years, you bring it up to Jerusalem, eat it there, you can transfer that holiness onto money. Uh, what we're talking about here uh, is known as Vidui Maase, uh, where you, you say, at the end of every three years, uh, you say, I have not uh, done anything wrong. Uh, with this, uh, with these uh, Maaseh Shani, I haven't violated your principles. I haven't eaten uh, of Maaseh Shani when I was mourning, and I haven't destroyed it uh, when I was, uh, you know, I haven't destroyed it by by eating it when I was um, impure. Uh, so it says, "Mimenu uh, uh, you know, I haven't destroyed it when you know it, it when when it became impure. I haven't uh, burnt uh, such a thing, uh, and uh, you know, I haven't burnt Maaseh Shani uh, when it became impure. Avalata mavir shemen shaltruma shenit mate. But it says lobi ati specifically Maaseh Shani. I didn't burn uh, when it was tame, but uh, I, I am allowed to burn truma that is tame. That's the inference from that part of the statement. Uh, the Gemara asks a rhetorical question here. It says, well, uh, you said Mimenu, which excludes uh, Truma, uh, sorry, which, yeah, which uh, Mimenu says in terms of Maaseshani uh, that uh, you, you can't eat. So we definitely uh, can't burn Maaseshani. Uh, that becomes, uh, uh, you know, Tame. Uh, you know, you can't burn it, uh, you know, in, in terms of that. Uh, but why? You, you said uh, it's only that, specifically Mimenu, specifically Maaseshani, uh, you can't. Uh, your inference was uh, that you, the, the same way. Uh, you can't burn Maaseshani. However, you could burn something else. What is that something else uh, that we said? We jumped to the conclusion uh, that that, ma- uh, that, in, that is talking about Truma that is Tame. And we said you can burn Truma that is Tame. Even though you're not allowed to burn Maaseshani, that becomes Tame. You are allowed to burn Truma that becomes Tame. Okay, and the and the Gomorrah's question is why do you say that specifically truma that becomes tame? Why don't you say kochim that have become tame? Maybe that uh, would be allowed to be burnt as well. The Gomorrah says law uh, uh, love kalvachomer. Uh, there's a kalvachomer. I've got that. Uh, my maaser uh, kal maaser is is quite a weak. 
uh, form of uh, of holiness. Amar Torah lo briatim menu betamei. In terms of Maaseh uh, Shani, it says you haven't destroyed it when you were. Uh, tame, when you know when it became tame, kodesh kamur lekoshken. How much more so uh, should you uh, you know not be allowed to do such a thing uh, in terms of kodesh, which has got a lot more restrictions? And the Gemara says umar itza, uh, and you know so so you've come uh, now and you said okay, uh, what do I learn? Maaseh you can't uh, you know burn when you uh, when when it's tame, uh, and also uh, I'm learning out that uh, you know. Uh, truma tamaya, you can uh, enjoy uh, and get benefit from uh, when when it is uh, burning. Right, so you know you haven't you know in, enjoyed uh, you know that uh, you know get enjoyment from truma. The Gemara uh, from burnt you know from burning truma, you're allowed to get benefits. The Gemara says, well, uh, you know why uh, in terms of kochim, you said the kochim are stricter than Masushani and therefore uh, uh, you know stronger to weak argument. Uh, how much more so? Uh, shouldn't you be allowed to burn kochim? However, truma is, uh, is is also stricter than Masushani. So you know what wh- what why did you see fit to uh, in- include uh, truma that you are allowed to get the benefit from uh, and exclude kochim uh, and say you're not allowed to get benefits from uh, tamei kochim that you that you burn as well. You're not allowed to get benefits from them. So why did you see that? In other words, what is the uh, the difference between uh, tamei kochim and tamei truma? That is really the the question of here. And why did you see fit to include one and exclude the other? Umara uh, That is uh, th- that's the question. Uh, what did you see fit uh, to include this and exclude that? Mistabra. Kodesh lo lo itena shukain siman panak akam akas right sorry uh, so it says because really that uh, you know in terms of of uh, of kodesh sacrificial animals uh, it says uh, it is stricter in six ways uh, what is this and we say panak akam uh, akas, uh, which really means that the pay uh, stands for pigle, uh, and, and pigle really is uh, a, a concept which comes a lot in Korbanot, uh, probably the, the most uh, discussed concept in Korbanot. Uh, the, the Mishnah, is, you know, the Gomorrahs are, are full of it in Zvachim, uh, Menachot, and, uh, and, and, you know, even uh, other Gomorrahs, Lachulin, and, 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 uh, and things like that, uh, also discuss this, this, this concept. Uh, what is it? Is that if a Kohen uh, at any time during the the four critical uh, times of of working, you know, uh, doing the sacrifice of the animal, uh, you know, we're not going to go into uh, you know much depth now, uh, but either during the shkita, uh, shechting the animal, uh, the Kabbalah, catching the blood of the animal, uh, holacha, walking with the blood to the altar, and zrika, uh, sprinkling the blood on the altar. If at any point uh, in those avoid in those uh, different types of um, actions that the Kohen does, uh, the, you know, he has an improper thought. If he has an improper thought and says, I'm going to actually eat it uh, after the time, uh, and uh, you know beyond beyond the, the the certain strict times that you have in, with with sacrifice, if he thinks I'm going to eat it beyond that time, uh, that uh, rules out the korban. 
Okay, uh, so that is a stringency of Korban, uh, which is uh, definitely not uh, part of, you know, Truma's world. There's no concept of Piggle when it comes to Truma. Uh, the Nun uh, is Notar. Uh, is, uh, notar is something that you, has been left beyond its time, uh, and, uh, and therefore you, you're not allowed to, to eat it also uh, if it's beyond you know, some days you some korbanot you have uh, two days in the intervening night some korbanot you only uh, have uh, the, the rest of that day and the whole night uh, to eat it so there are different uh, strictures over there uh, in terms of you know different animals different sacrifices however uh, if you do eat uh, beyond that time uh, it is defined as nota uh, it is defined as um, something that you're not allowed to eat. That is also a concept uh, that is pretty much uh, foreign to uh, to Truma uh, as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that's, uh, um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, more stringency of Truma. Uh, the, the Kuf is a Korban uh, in and of itself. It is a, a, a Korban uh, as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, and that's what we are talking about uh, over there. Uh, korban, uh, you know, that that's... Uh, um, you know, it, it is, you would get a korban, uh, you know, you, it is a korban itself as opposed to truma, which is not a korban. Uh, okay, that is the, the third one. Um, now, um, the ayin uh, stands for me'ila, uh, the, the, the ila of me'ila, uh, and uh, it means that uh, is you, you're not allowed to uh, uh, get benefit from it. Uh, okay, and, um, uh, you know, it's... Uh, uh, you, you're not allowed to, uh, you know, um, get benefits, uh, you know, sorry, you're not allowed to, to benefit from these things. Uh, that's the, the iron of it. Uh, you're not, uh, you can't get benefits, you know, in terms of miller, if you have, you do get benefit from a korban, you have to bring a, a korban miller, uh, an asham miller, uh, you have to bring another korban. If you get benefits from a korban, you've sinned by doing such a thing. Uh, also, no, no conceptual basis for that in terms of trauma. Uh, the, the, the chaf, uh, is uh, karet uh, stands for karet. Uh, if you uh, uh, if you are tame when you eat uh, a, a korban, you would get karet for such a thing. And asur lo'onain and the sin uh, the samach sorry is the the asur okay the the samach and asur uh, you're not allowed uh, you to eat a korban uh, when you are. Uh, in mourning, in you know, the, if your if your close relative dies uh, that day uh, and isn't buried, so you can't eat holy items, and none of these things apply to truma. So we see in these six ways, uh, a korban itself uh, is is uh, more stringent uh, than truma. Adaraba, the Gomorrah says not necessarily uh, truma uh, law mitame shukain chafaz. Uh, uh, mach, machpaz, sorry, siman. Uh, it, it gives, uh, there are four things the mem, the chet, the pay, and the zayn. Uh, what is that? Siman, right? That is a, a mnemonic for it. Uh, what is that? Mita. Uh, with, with truma, uh, you get mita, but uh, you get death from heaven. Uh, which is uh, you know not uh, you know if you if you uh, if you're not allowed, if you're not a non kohen uh, you would get death from heaven, <coughs> uh, which you don't get uh, from eating a korban. Uh, you do get, uh, you know, as as we saw, you, if you uh, if you tame, well, then you get uh, carried. But uh, you know, death from heaven uh, for eating truma uh, that you, if you're a non kohen uh, is is got no applicability in terms of a korban, uh, just the standard korban. Um, <clears throat> uh, it says uh, the the chaf 
uh, is Chomesh. Uh, okay, uh, the next part is Chomesh, uh, which really means is that you have to pay back. If you've uh, taken advantage and you've uh, eaten the Truma, uh, you know, and uh, you realize what you've done, you have to pay the Kohen back because you've stolen from him. Plus, there's a penalty. Uh, it says it's a fist, but really it's a fist from the outside uh, without getting too technical now because not necessary for the understanding of our discussion. But let's say you took something worth 80, uh, you would have to pay back hundred, uh, even though what we we would define that as a as a as a twenty five percent, which is a quarter, uh, because really if you take twenty over a hundred, uh, you get to one fifth. All right, so it's what's known as a fifth from the outside, but really is a twenty five percent surcharge. Uh, you, there's no concept of that when it comes to a korban. You're not allowed to use a korban, but if you do, uh, then you would uh, uh, have to pay, as we said, Mila, uh, but that's not, uh, uh, you know, anything related to above uh, the value of the animal. Here, with Truma, there is a fifth. Uh, the next thing, Vain uh, La Pigeon, the pay uh, stands for Pigeon. Uh, you can't redeem Truma once you've designated it's finished. Uh, however, uh, you would be allowed, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, so you, you are you can't redeem truma. However, in certain circumstances, you would be allowed to redeem a sacrificial animal, especially once it gets a blemish. Uh, and uh, the last the last one, the um, uh, zarim. Uh, the zion is a zarim uh, in terms of a a non kohen. The non kohen can't eat truma ever uh, and however uh, in, in terms of a sacrifice uh, a non-kohen can eat a sacrifice there are certain sacrifices uh, that a, a non-kohen can eat uh, they are generally the kochim kalim uh, part of it uh, you know the, the sacrifice like shlamim pesach itself uh, you know the um, uh, a, a, a you know all, all different shlamim and uh, uh, Torah offerings, that was the one that I was thinking of uh, uh, before uh, as, as well. All right, so you are uh, allowed to, to, to get benefit uh, from it uh, and, uh, and, and therefore, which is not the same, a non-Kohen can never eat truma. All right, so we do see ways that truma is more strict uh, than a korban. So, you know, now you've got a korban, uh, which is, uh, um, you know, stricter than truma in six ways, and you've got truma, which is stricter than a korban in these four ways. Uh, and therefore, you know, how do we do the, the tie break? The Gemara says, um, you know, the Hanach Nefishin. The Gemara often does this. It says, no, six plays, four, six wins. Uh, and because there are more uh, stringencies with a uh, Korban, uh, you you uh, you know that that's the one that wins. So therefore, we say our original Kavachomer was correct in terms of learning out to the uh, you know from. It's only Maaseshani that has the issue, uh, and 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 from a Kavachomer we learn out Korbanot uh, would have that same issue uh, as opposed to uh, the the. Um, Truma, uh, which you can burn and get benefit from. Uh, the other two, Kochim and uh, Maasushani, you could not get benefit from them. Okay, that was uh, uh, that. that. There is another uh, answer uh, to this, which uh, kind of cuts away the, 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 the 
different concepts, etc. And it just says a much simpler answer. Kodesh Chamor, Shukain Anush Karet. You would get, because the Karet is the overriding uh, thing, if you eat, if you misuse a, a Korban, um, you will get uh, Karet. Uh, truma is only Mita Bede Shamaim, and uh, Rav Nachman, uh, you know, and, uh, which is still bad enough. You get death from heaven, but it is just one notch below, uh, um, uh, you know, Mita Bede Shamaim. Uh, I mean, Karet is lower, uh, Karet is higher, sorry, than Mita Bede Shamaim. Hashem uh, will, you know, in, in terms of that, there are various uh, issues uh, in terms uh, of. Uh, all of these things uh, carry it. Uh, you'll die at a uh, at a specific age. Sometimes, if you if you got children, uh, those children will allow you uh, pass away in your lifetime. It's it's a very serious uh, thing. Okay, mitzvah just is on you. All right, so that is uh, uh, that's that. Uh, and Rav Nachman by Yisachamar, he says, Amakra titain law law of law 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 Miklal. Devat, devat orohu. Really, what what happens is, uh, Rav Nachman uh, gives uh, another answer. Actually, he says you can get benefit from truma while it, while you know, as as part of burning it. Uh, it talks about uh, what you have to give to the kohen. It says uh, you have to give to him. Uh, to him uh, means for his uses, right? And uh, you know, it it says you have to give him velololo. You have to give it to him, something that is suitable for him, uh, and not something that is only suitable for his fire. Uh, in other words, he's got to be able to eat it. So you can't give truma tamaya as part of your truma uh, designation, and you know, give truma tame to the kohen uh, because he's got to be able to eat it and not uh, just to burn it. Right, so that 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 is the proof over there. Rabbi Shmuel, man. Now we go back uh, to Rabbi Shmuel. Uh, he says you're not allowed to use uh, itran. Uh, okay, uh, it it says you you're not allowed to uh, burn uh, with uh, with uh, with itran, uh, which we said was tar. Uh, he said, you're not allowed to light with Itran uh, because of covered Shabbos. My uh, timer, what is the reason? Because tar has got a very foul smell. Uh, and uh, as a result, uh, because you, you won't be able to sit there. It smells bad uh, and you'll stay. So says, so what? Uh, what's the big deal? If you can't sit there, well, then you go to another room. Uh, and, uh, and, and what's the big deal? Uh, if it's uh, you know if it burns well and there's no worry that you're gonna um, you know tilt the the light and uh, you know break shabbos that way, uh, then why wouldn't you be able uh, to just sit there even though or, or leave uh, you, you know if you can't stand the smell? Uh, and the Gemara says Amalei uh, he says no Shani Omer Halakat Ner Shabbat Chova he says uh, lighting the the uh, Shabbos candles is uh, an, you know and uh, an obligation and. And uh, what does that mean? It means that you actually have to sit and eat uh, where you light the Shabbos candles. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, specifically over there, that's where you have to eat your meal. Amar Rav Nachman bar Rav Zavda. Amar Rav Nachman bar Rava. Amar Rav, whoever it was, you know, either it was Rav Nachman bar Zavda or Rav Nachman bar Rava uh, in the name of Rav. Uh, it says, Lighting these Shabbos candles is, uh, in, you know, a chovah. You have to do it, an obligation. Uh, it says, uh, and, and on Erev Shabbat, uh, washing your, your hands, face and feet uh, with hot water 
uh, before Shabbat, uh, he says is an optional thing, and uh, he, and uh, uh, that that was the quote uh, that he got. And, uh, and this person, either Rav Nachman Bar Zavda or Rav Nachman Bar Rava, in the name of Rav, he says, "I'm saying it's a mitzvah uh, to do." So he upgraded from a uh, an optional thing to do to a mitzvah to do such a thing. All right, uh, and the Gemara uh, says about that. Uh, the, the, sorry, this uh, leads into a, a whole discussion uh, of uh, of you know lighting the Shabbos candles uh, when you go out. Uh, let's say you've been invited out uh, and you you light Shabbos candles before. Uh, the 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 preferable thing to do is to get benefit uh, from those Shabbos candles. Uh, you know, sometimes it happens when you are in uh, you know in in a hotel uh, where you have to like light in a specific area. Uh, that the best thing to do is to get some benefits uh, from those Shabbos candles if, even though you may not be eating near them. The same thing if you're going out on a Friday night, the best thing uh, is to get some benefits uh, from them uh, and to fulfill uh, this aspect uh, of, of Shabbat over here. All right, um, that is that. Uh, any case, going back, uh, what is the mitzvah? Of uh, of uh, washing, Rav Yehuda Amarav, Rav Yehuda Namarav, Kachaya Minago, Shravi Yehuda Barilai, Rav Yehuda Barilai. What did he used to do? Erev Shabbat, Mevin Lo Areva Meleach Hamin. They would they would bring him a bowl full of hot water, Rachat Panav Yadav Raglav, and he would wash his hands, face and feet, Mitatayf, uh, and he would uh, dress himself. Uh, up, uh, you know, very smartly, uh, you know, wrap himself up. V'yoshev, b'sidanim, amutzien, he would, uh, you know, like wrap himself up in his, uh, uh, you know, his, uh, uh, you know, in, in his uh, cloak uh, with, uh, you know, the special cloak, uh, you know, with tzitzit on it uh, as well. V'dumer and malach Hashem tzavakot, and he was like a uh, uh, an angel uh, of of Hashem. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, of the Lord of Hosts. Okay, are you mimenu kusotam? His his students ever would uh, hide uh, their garments uh, from him. Uh, you know, what would they do? <coughs> Uh, he would hide, they would hide them. It would seem uh, that they would, uh, because they were wearing uh, linen uh, things, uh, linen clothes. They didn't want to put uh, woolen. Uh, tzitzit on the end, they they felt uh, that uh, that would be violating uh, the the, the uh, prohibition of shatnets. Uh, but he was he was saying, you know, uh, I say I say it's a longer discussion. We're not talking about it uh, now. But that's uh, that's just you know to understand what what, what he's saying. He's going to say to them now. Uh, you know, we have to understand uh, this discussion. We don't go into it uh, much more than this. Uh, it says, "V'amalehem." So all he says, "Then b'ni lokach shaniti." I taught you already, lachem. Sadim betzitzit v'adshama potrinu v'aytilal machayvin. In terms of uh, uh, these, uh, in terms of tzitzit with his linen, uh, these linen uh, things, uh, because uh, you have to make tzitzit out of tekelit, which is a wool. V'adshama uh, says you, uh, you, it is exempt. However, v'aytilal. Uh, says that you you have to put on uh, uh, you know tzitzit even though they are woolen onto these linen uh, clothes uh, because the the positive commandment of tzitzit overrides uh, the, the 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 negative commandment of shatzit. I say doche lotase. Uh, you know we you know touched on a similar similar concept a few minutes ago. Okay, in any case. Um, the lacha goes like Beitilal uh, in terms of this. Uh, you know that's what he said at the time. Uh, today uh, we do not 
uh, say that uh, uh, that this is the case, and we don't. If we've got a linen garment, we do not put woolen sitsit on it. That is uh, a violation uh, in uh, in terms of us. The, the reasons for this brought in Menachot, uh, the, the, uh, as far as I remember, because we don't have the tzikalit. So once you don't have the tzikalit, uh, then there is no mitzvah anymore. Uh, you're not fulfilling the the mitzvah dorata, and therefore you know you you, uh, you put on linen sitsit uh, on the linen garment. Okay, uh, it says Valacha Kabatila, Inu, Inu Savre, what did they hold? Gazara, Mishum Kusut Lala. What they were, they were holding uh, the uh, understanding, were they saying, listen, uh, you know, what about something that is worn not? Tzitzit or not a nighttime mitzvah, it says, Ritemoto, uh, you have to see them, and therefore Tzitzit not a night mitzvah. So if you're wearing a, uh, uh, something at night, uh, you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of Tzitzit, according to them. Uh, if you're not fulfilling the mitzvah of Tzitzit, uh, then uh, you have now uh, violated uh, immediately the, the, the prohibition of wearing shatnets. So they said, you know, that they didn't put tzitzit on those things at all. Okay, so the question is, how could they walk around in cloaks uh, that are four corners without tzitzit? Oh, long discussion, not for now. All right, uh, but the important thing for our purposes was Rabbi Huda Bailai washing his hands, face, and feet. So we bring a Maaseh Rav uh, in terms of what he was able to do. All right, or what he did on a practical level. Tiznach. Uh, 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 Mishlom Nashi and Nasita Tova, and once we're talking about this, uh, we quote a pasuk from uh, Eicha. We say, "My soul is my soul is is taken away from peace, and I forgot, uh, you know, uh, prosperity." Okay, my tiznach Mishlom Nashi, and my soul was taken away from peace. I'm Rabbi Zu Hadlakat Nei Shabbat. He says, uh, "You know, I wasn't able to light Shabbos candles." Nasita Mitova was taken away from uh, good. Amarav Yumia Zu Beta Mechat. That is, uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, uh, the washing of Shabbat. Amarav Yochanan Zu Rikhetzi Adan Raglaim Vechamin. That's washing your uh, hands uh, and, 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 and feet in a in, in hot water. Rabbi Yitzhak Nafka Amar Zu Mitana. That's a Vekalim Naim. That's a nice bed and nice uh, utensils. Share. Uh, 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 that is, you know, it, if you've got, uh, you know, that's it, a nice thing to have on Shabbat, a nice bed with nice sheets, etc. Rab Abba, Amar, Zu, Mita, Mutiyad, Vishha, Mukusheshet, Tamadeh Chamim. He said that uh, uh, it's a nice made up bed and a wife. Uh, that is, uh, you know, has good deeds, uh, etc. Those are nice things for Tamidei Chachamim. All right, once we're talking about uh, that, Tanu uh, Rabbanan, Ezu Ashur, who is defined as a rich person, call Shiyasha Nachadruach, Baoshro, Divra Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, uh, you get benefit, uh, you, you get pleasure from your wealth. Uh, very similar to the, the, the statement of Bukavot, uh, who is, you know, Ezu Ashir, Hasumach Bechalko. Whatever you've got, uh, you're happy with. So if you're happy with your wealth, wealth, that is what Rabbi Meir says. Um, uh, you know, Siman, and then we say, Mem, Taf, Kuf, and Samach. And these are just the following uh, people that discusses. Rabbi Tafunamah, Kosh Yeshlo, Maya, 
Uh, if you've got a hundred uh, fields uh, and a hundred uh, vineyards, okay, or vineyards and fields, uh, you, you, you know, then that defines you as rich. If you've got a wife who's good in her deeds, Rabbi Yossi Omer, uh, if you've got a, 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 a toilet uh, near to your table, uh, that is defined as rich. Okay, so obviously they never had indoor plumbing in those days, so if you uh, had a nearby toilet uh, where you could relieve yourself, we discussed this in Brachot as well, uh, the importance of having a bathroom nearby and checking yourself so you don't have to rush out uh, and, and too far away. Uh, it's a big tircha to do such a thing, so you know, having a bathroom close to home is good. Interesting uh, comment. Um, uh, the Quran uh, says, yeah, the panim uh, must be wrought. Uh, says this, uh, the, 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 it's also uh, in the name, uh, as I understand it, of uh, uh, the Chayet, uh, um, uh, I think, uh, so what does he say? He says all these statements are not just arbitrary things. Rabbi uh, Meir, who is quite pure, Poor, uh, you know, said like you know he the the important thing for wealth is uh, is uh, having a um, uh, you know being happy with what you got. So even though you haven't got a lot uh, on a on a um, you know what what everyone would define uh, externally as a lot, if you're happy with it, uh, even though it's a small amount, uh, that is good. Uh, the, the second uh, person to to say uh, something about it was Rabbi Tafon. Objectively, he was rich. Uh, by any definition, he was rich. He had lots of fields, so he was talking about something that was objectively rich. Uh, Rabbi Meir, uh, we know he married Rachel, and uh, she was, you know, she, she was amazing uh, in terms of growing him spiritually. Uh, and therefore, we, he, you know, he said a good wife. Uh, she let him go and study for, uh, you know, twenty four years uh, in yeshiva and come back with 24,000 students. Uh, and then the last one, um, Rabbi Yossi says, I think it's later on, actually in this Gemara, uh, he says, uh, I, you know, I, I want to uh, die uh, with in, in turn, intestinal disease. He says, that means that I'm close to Hashem. He says, that's how the Tzadikim die. They've got this in, intestinal disease. Uh, and as a result, uh, you know, you are able to, uh, to if you've got a bathroom close by, uh, then you'll still be able to keep your Torah learning up uh, and, you know, not, not disturb it for too long. So that uh, is really uh, the way they saw the world uh, defines how they saw define riches okay uh, we will leave it at that uh, everyone should have a, a good day